We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my dear friend and you sacred soul. Thank you for being part of our day and our the energy here at Empower Radio. I'm so honored by your energetic presence in my life. And I hope that you feel um, the gratitude that I have for you. You know, I, I think it's very, very natural, very common to have the desire for moreness in our lives. We want more prosperity, more happiness, and more love. I think we all deserve and desire deeper fulfillment and a more expanded sense of purpose and real joy. But it seems so often we're not even sure how to satiate our appetite in a healthy, positive, and empowered way. And many of us may not even know what exactly it is that we want. What is it we're yearning for or hungry for or longing for? I believe, maybe without consciously knowing it, we are seeking a connection to a force or a love that's bigger than ourselves. But we may think the path is too hard or that we are unworthy, and therefore, we do not say yes and embark upon this journey. My guest today says there are three incredible and very simple techniques that can help us calm down and feel truly joyful. She's going to share these three steps to true inner peace with all of us. And I'm so happy and so honored to be connecting with Luann Ludwig, hearing about these three steps and sharing her and these techniques with you. Luann Ludwig was an ambitious real estate agent who found herself invited to a different career and a higher vocation by voices she didn't really understand. She ended up saying yes to this invitation, embarked on her own remarkable journey which ushered her into metaphysical practices and profound spiritual growth. Luann is a living example of how easy it can be to transform one's life and claim deeper meaning, peace, harmony, and balance. And now Luann shares her personal story, tools, and wisdom for others to learn from. One of her gifts is empathic dream analysis, and she has assisted hundreds of people to cut through their defenses and help them see exactly what they need in order to bring more joy into their own lives. Luann is now an author of a book called A Journey Within and an expert who helps others blend their everyday encounters with spiritual advice of their higher self so they can experience life in a deeper, more fulfilling, more grace-filled, joyful and easy way. So Luann, thank you so much for saying yes to this conversation here today on A Journey to Center. Oh, my pleasure, Dr. Tammy. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Yes, I love your book, A Journey Within, which, you know, is very much like the title of my radio show, A Journey to Center. And I really believe everything we want comes from saying yes to this journey. What do you think? That's so true. Being open is, is huge. Shedding our resistances and being open to what's coming. Yes. Yeah, we live on a planet of free will and choice, and we have to say yes. We have to invite it, and it can take a lot of courage. That's true. You know, we have at every turn, sometimes at different points in our life, fear creeps in or resistance creeps in, but, you know, it's really only there to help us 
help show us the way of certain things within ourselves that need healing, releasing, so that we can step forward with more peace, more gusto, more passion for life, more tranquility. I love that. And yeah, I think you're right. That fear when it comes up is an opportunity to shed light into a corner um, or a closet within ourselves. And when we bring the light into it, we realize there was really nothing to be afraid of. That's so true, isn't it? Mm. So I'd like to start with just um, going a little bit into your background. You went from a stressed out real estate agent to an enlightened empath. How did this happen? I know it seems like <laughs> a big a big step and really it was a huge step but I have to tell you that I was interested in metaphysical um principles you know for decades um before I I made the switch but you know I read I I read book after book after book and I thought they were just wonderful and I would absorb the material but I rarely would really take that step to integrate certain tools into my everyday life. So I I did have a spiritual experience, which opened me to all of this. But at one point after that, I, um, I gathered together, I wrote several stories, individual stories that showed um, various metaphysical tools and processes to help bring peace to my life and smooth things out. And boy, did I ever need that. I needed it so badly. So um, this book was really written for myself, and I, I pretty much carried it around as a handbook. The little stories are so, they're just simple, and they're easy to recall. If, if an instance would come up in my day that I needed to remember about, let's say, intention setting or something like that, I would just recall the story, or if it was a little more detailed, then I would reread the chapter on intention setting, and that would that little story just brings it all to life in such a simple manner, and helps you to really just do it. So um, that's that's pretty much how that all came about. I love your story, and I I love something you're saying here because a lot of people can be overwhelmed by, you know, changing their lives and they think maybe they can't do it. It's it's too much. They're not worthy or whatever those limiting beliefs are. But what I believe and what it seems like you teach and believe as well is like it doesn't have to be hard and it can be very actually um, accessible, simple, clear. I think some teachers speak a lot of words and it gets very mind oriented and very complex and very confusing. And I found for me, the truth is actually pretty simple and the process is pretty easy. We just have to really commit to ourselves and be consistent. Absolutely. And, you know, keeping it simple is is a motto for me at, at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, very true. And the whole limiting beliefs that, you know, I, I, I believe as we walk through life, these crop up in front of us. Our fears, our limiting beliefs, our resistance comes up in front of us for us to see, for us to acknowledge, for us to reframe, release, and then walk on in a lighter, um, lighter manner. And I really want to move into the light myself. <laughs> I want to travel. A lot of your words, a lot of your message is very similar to my personal beliefs and desires. It's like I want to live life in a more 
grace-filled, joyful, easy way. And uh, this has been an intention for a long time, and I feel I'm definitely manifesting. It sounds like you are as well, and you're doing a great job helping others do the same if they want it. Yes. Thank you. I love it. So, um, Luann, I'm really excited about delving into these three simple, accessible steps that you say we all can um, uh, receive and and um, accept in our own lives so that we can experience more, more fulfilling relationships, more love, more peace, more grace, more ease. So why don't we get started with this? Very good. You know, the first one I want to talk about today is about setting our intentions because it's so simple to do and it makes such a difference in your life. So if you start out your day by setting a generalized in- intention, actually what I do when I first wake up, the first thing I do is is I have a little like a various gratefulness rant that I'll just switch it around each day, but just think about things I'm grateful for and, and thank the universe for them. And then I, I segue that into a general intention for my day. Um, you know, like my intention is to have many uplifting and positive encounters today that, that bring value to everyone involved. So that's a general intention for my day. And that sets my intention, paves the back road of it to put me in that direction for the entire day. And then as I go through each scenario of my day, like I'll, I'll, as I'm walking out to have breakfast with my husband, I'll, I'll just set the intention that our interaction will be just a beautiful, sweet time together. Something like that. I mean, it can be so simple. But if, if you, and then, you know, a lot of people who set intentions remember to set them when they're in the middle of something grueling that needs help with, okay? But if we can also remember to set them for the simplest of easy things, it makes it, it blossoms them into something even better. Yes. I say nothing's too big or too small to set intentions for, whether you're so getting true. in the car and driving to the grocery store, yeah. or I start every day, as you do, gratitude and intentions, and I really think it makes such a difference. It really does. It really does. It, it paves your way. You'd be so surprised. You could be heading into a meeting thinking, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and then as soon as you catch yourself with that frustration, you, you just take a breath, put your hand on your heart or whatever it takes to get you a little calm and a little bit eased and then say, you know, my intention here is to have a delightful time and have good energy between us. Mm. That can carry you away right there. Often after we're done with whatever we've done, we can see how we manifested our intentions. Exactly. It's it's always kind of uncanny for me, but I think you're right. It's like the analogy I like is like, um, putting your destination into your Google Maps or whatever and allowing it to take you where you want to go. And you may not have to know exactly every turn, every twist. You just set your intentions and relax and enjoy the journey. That's how I feel of an intentions of work for me in my life. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's amazing, isn't it? It's great. It is. It's, it's rather magical. So <laughs> I definitely encourage people to consider this. And I love that this is part of your message as well, because I think it is so foundational. Because if you're not setting intentions, if you're not living your life intentionally, it seems our unconscious mind or our subconscious mind, mass consciousness or our fear is in the driver's seat of our life. And how can we expect to go any place lovely with that aspect, those aspects being the one in control? 
Right. Then we're living our life on purpose instead of allowing, instead of in a reactive mode. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. So I really appreciate you sharing this really important quality, um, something I talk about and it's something I agree with, and you're saying it in a slightly different way, but the, the, the core and foundation of this is, is so empowering. So I appreciate that. Thank so you. The first step, and I agree, so important, set your intentions. Set your intentions. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is the second step? Well, the second one to me is to tune into the voices of our inner fears is what I, I call it. What we're actually, you know, I don't know if everyone has ever noticed that you have little voices that pipe in in, in our head. In, in our head, we, we continually have discussions going on or, or once you've made a decision on something, all of a sudden you're, it's like you have two attorneys on either, you know, a prosecuting attorney and a, and a, um, a defense attorney on one shoulder and on the other, and they're arguing and planting their case, and it's just this goes on inside our head all the time, various little discussions of why this isn't the way it should be, and anyway, on and on and on. So those are really our fears um, making themselves visible to us. That and another um thing that mixes with that, of course, is when your emotions of fear, your emotions of frustration surface, then of course you know that that's fear also. So what you do is you take a breath once again and take a little step back. So with the voices of fear, you step back in your mind and just observe them and allow them to peter themselves out. It's pretty crazy how that is effective. It is. If you try it, it will work. You might think, I'm nuts, but it's, it, it works. Sometimes you have to watch them for a while before the, the voice is silent, but silence themselves, but they will. And then you can proceed staying mindful in the moment once again. Yeah, I really like that because it has definitely um, stopped me from moving forward. Those That self-doubt or the limiting beliefs, or, you know, maybe I don't deserve this, or it's too much. And to be able to just hear those messages. And, and I've found meeting them with compassion or just listening. And you're right, they tend to end up quieting. They end up silencing themselves. And then even though I might still be a little bit, um, a little bit afraid, it doesn't prevent me from moving forward or stepping forward. And I like that saying that courage is not the absence of fear, but moving forward in spite of the fear. But yeah, letting that fear kind of like peter out, dissolve, and then then be able to step forward. And I'm, I feel like I'm more often than not met with success or grace or ease or God winks. And um, it's a really lovely way to experience our lives. That's so true. That's true. You know, I just heard it said the other day that if if there's not a little bit of trepidation in something that you're doing that's new for you as you're moving forward with it, then it's not big enough. <laughs> I oh, thought, well, that's a good way to look at it. That's very interesting. Well, I guess we do, if we want to expand, we're going to have to stretch. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. And that, you know, if we're going to... Um, unexplored terrain, if we're going into places unknown, it's going to take a certain amount of, of courage and stretching yeah. and expanding. Because if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got. If you want more, if you want that experience of moreness, it's going to take 
the desire and ability and intention to continue to reach and stretch and grow. And that's what I'm here to do for sure, because I want to go as high as I can in my consciousness and live a life of great love. And so it means getting out of our comfort zone. Right. I want that too. Absolutely. Yes, I feel like I'm talking to a soul sister. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Luann. So what is the third step? Well, the third step is staying mindful. You know, once once you've become good at setting intentions, of course, being grateful, but then tuning into your inner fears and addressing those and releasing those, then... Staying mindful is is very important because it allows a mindful. First off, let me explain if being mindful is staying in the present moment, not allowing your thoughts. Once you notice if your thoughts are out in the future, if you're worrying about something, your thoughts are in the future. They're not in the now. You're you're out there saying, what if, what if, what if, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. If you're in the now, you're just noticing the desk in front of you, the car off to the side, the trees, and you know, you are or whatever your discussion is in that exact moment. Okay, but if, or if you're in the past, you are likely self-incriminating yourself or something on that line. Anyway, staying in the present moment is what's going to allow you to be open to all the gifts of the universe. You will be much more open and receptive to seeing what the divine has to offer for you seeing and noticing and feeling those little synchronicities and the beauty of what is there for you instead of being all caught up in not anything but the present moment. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. And and what I believe is that as we do this, we also become more of a conduit or a channel for light, love, peace, beauty, joy in the world. The ripple that Absolutely. we put out as we remove those uh, limiting beliefs and fears, and as we become more present, we um, contribute to what is right with the world and what heals the world rather than um, perhaps rippling out something that that is is less positive. That is so true. That's so true. Mm. So... Um, something that uh, I think you wrote or said at some point is inner peace and a calm mind not only improve our lives, they enable us to be open to the power of the divine love and pure positive energy. Oh, yes, I want that. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what we want. That's what that we're looking for. We want. That is yeah. the ticket. I'm, I'm just uh, loving this conversation with you, and I hope to get you back on the show because I think there's so much we can talk about that I think can help light other people's paths. And that's the greatest joy of my life at this point now that I've gotten through some of the more challenging aspects of the terrain is just to share what's worked for me. And I sense that is exactly what you're doing. Absolutely. My book is jam-packed with different uh, little simple tools. You know, another one too, like sometimes you you have something going on that is so overwhelming to you, your mind just cannot turn it off. You wake up in the middle of the night, your mind is just going around in circles with it or while you're driving or whatever, you cannot turn it off and you're, you try to do the observation, you know, watching it and 
for it to dissipate and it it just doesn't quite seem like it's going to work for you. There's there's one other tool that is oh so simple. I I would love to throw in real yes. quick, Dr. Tammy. Oh, please. For us to give that over to our higher power, just oh, yeah. turn it over. You know, that is really the simplest tool of all that will bring you the most value. Just turn it over. Because what that is doing, like even when we're intention setting, if we're too invested in that intention as we're walking into what we're thinking might be a challenging situation and you set an intention for it to be smooth and easy, and but you're so over-invested in thinking the other way, if you turn that over, mm-hmm. if you turn that over to the divine or to your higher power or God or whatever you want to call it, just give it over. What you're doing is surrender and surrendering and releasing it. You're releasing your attachment to the outcome. And yeah. that is key in our intention setting. That oh my is gosh, key. you are preach girl. <laughs> right? It's Honestly. key in manifestation. Yeah. It's that's it. Yeah. Preference versus attachment. And I actually do this thing where I have people create a God box. So we actually have a literal thing that we can put our problems, requests challenges, fears, desires, intentions into, put it in the God box. You can either write it down or just imagine it in there. Give it to God. Now you can relax. It's in God's hands and you can just wait for him to give it back to you the way he wants for your highest good and the highest good of all concern. Because I think life is on our side. The universe is on our side, but we're so um, clenched up and attached and maybe our fists are holding on tightly to things that God can't give it back to us the way that he would have us have this in our lives. Because we have to participate, we have to invite, we have to surrender if we want exactly. that same energy that's moving the planets around the sun to take care of our lives. We exactly. have to participate in this. So I absolutely agree that that is such a vital and important step if we want to so live true. a life and of you know, grace, people, joy, and connection. Mm-hmm. Yes. And people think, you know, well, I set an intention and it didn't come about. And what I try to, you know, let people know on that is, you know, there's always that attachment thing. but. Yes. Also, if, okay, if we set an intention, the universe is on our side. They're going to bring it about in even more miraculous ways than we could ever imagine if it's in everyone's best interest. But if it's not, then that's not going to happen. You may not get what you want for an outcome if it doesn't serve you, or maybe it would serve you, but it might not serve someone else that in the ripple effect it would have would make a difference to. And so therefore, that that intention is not going to come about even though you set it. So I just don't want people to think that it's a failing effort. It's not. You just have to realize it's only going to happen if it's in the best interest of all involved. Yes, there is a higher order than our own personal human understanding and if we can just relax and believe that it opens the door to like miracles that are beyond what we could have created all on our own so it really becomes a collaborative co-creative life which is the best kind of life i think that there could ever possibly be absolutely absolutely miracles miracles i i I experience miracles and gifts every day it's like christmas every day and if i every day me too be this beautiful yeah so I, I love everything you're talking about and saying, and I know you do dream analysis and you give the people opportunities to uh, go to your website and uh, share their dreams with you to get your feedback. Um, 
we just have a couple minutes. Can you tell people how to get your book, A Journey Within, how they can connect with you and learn more about all of your gifts and what you do to support them on their path? Absolutely. My book, A Journey Within, is available on Amazon. There is a link right on my website, luannledwig.com, and that's L-O-U-A-N-N-E-L-U-D-W-I-G.com. And also on my website, I talk about dreams and how to remember your dreams and um, and then how to go about, you know, remem- uh, submitting a dream that you would write down and email will send it through my website to me and I'll email you back, um, you know, a beautiful, empathic analyst. Each of the symbols in, in everyone's dream is, is very individualized. So, you know, we just need to keep that in mind that... Um, I can give you a reading through your dream, which will address whatever that dream was addressing on an immediate basis for us. That's the beauty of our dreams is they're, they, you know, they're, they're very immediate uh, for us, very healing tool, whether or not we analyze it ourselves or have someone else to analyze it. That dream is your subconscious's way of working out some of the stressful areas in your life. And um, the, nice thing is if you can remember the dream that brings it more to your conscious level in order to mix both your consciousness and your subconscious together in the helpful healing of it and what i do is add to that conscious level aspect plus i'm what i'm actually doing is tuning into your higher self and giving you feedback from your higher self as to just what this dream is pointing out to you and some helpful um, areas of your life that you might look at in a little different manner that you could find a smoother way of dealing with. It's, yes. it's very helpful. I always say gifts are um, dreams are gifts from our soul if we know how to unwrap them. And that's what it sounds like you help people do. Absolutely. So, Luann, this has gone so quickly. I wish I had you on for more, more Luann Ludwig. But I would love to get you back on in the very near future. I hope you can hang on and we can find a place to put you back on this this calendar because I think you are remarkable and amazing and I adore you. And to my guests and listeners, I think you're remarkable remarkable, amazing, and such a gift in my life as well. If you want to be in touch, find me on Facebook, find me on Twitter, find me on Instagram, write me at TammyBPhD.com. Just know that you are in my heart and my prayers. I'm sending you blessings of love and light. And I know Remy, my producer, is and Luann is. I hope you can open your heart to receive the gratitude, love, and blessings that are here for you now. God bless you. Take good, gentle care of yourself. Onward and upward. Bye for now.